0: To Musiballs, the Musical Theatre Football Podcast.
1: With me, Johnny Weston. With me, Sam Ward Smith. And for some reason I'm here too. My name's Harvey Aspel. Join us as we
2: divulge into the intricacies and complexities of combining the worlds of theatre with football. So fellas, pilot three out of a possible 79 probably before we get picked up. But it doesn't matter because we're loving, laughing, learning and enjoying everything to do with musicals and musicals. I'm in football as well,
1: yeah. I enjoy listening. I'm sure you do and I'm sure Sam does and that's all that counts. I mean, I'm an avid footy fan now. I was
0: actually running through the street with one of those uh, rackets we were talking about from the 80s, the ones. I was running around like a hooligan last week. What are they
1: called? I don't know. It's just a racket, isn't it? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, none of it's a name for them. Maybe that's the question for next week.
2: So it's on to our first segment of Pilot Three Newsy Balls. Newsy Balls. This is the part of the podcast where we discuss some of the latest news from the worlds of musical theatre and football, kicking off, as always, with Harvey and...
1: Ooh, football. Football crazy, we're football mad. Do you remember that one?
2: Yeah, now that's what I call football. I've got an album.
1: Was that the one with Frank Skinner and David Padil? No, that was... Um, three lines on a shirt. Football's going crazy. <laughs> Right, so the news I'm bringing to you, we're being topical today, we're being serious, we're being very ITN news, we're being Trevor McDonald. Fans have been told that there's a chance they will be allowed back into the stadiums, not in their big 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 crowds. But um, at the point of us recording this, we don't know what tier we're going to be in in a couple of days' time. But if it's tier one or two, then we're going to have fans back in the stadiums. As long, and this is what I found funny reading today, they take extreme care when they're singing or shouting in the terraces. Now, do you think that's basically them saying you can shout in the stadiums but don't spray?
2: Them songs are very, they're full of passion and they're full of, you know, I'm thinking now, the only one that comes to my head is um, like Peter Crouch, Peter Crouch, you know, imagine that. And to tell someone, to sing that quietly, Peter Crouch, Peter, well the player wouldn't hear him for a start and you know, so I mean, that could go anywhere,
1: couldn't it? Um, and the stadiums will only have the home fans there, so you know, imagine if Everton were playing Arsenal, for example, and yeah. at Arsenal, North London, um, Everton score, silence, because there'll be no Evertonians there. I just think it's going to be very strange. I'm, I'm quite excited to see how it pans out, to be honest.
2: Everton, Bill Kenwright.
1: Beautiful segue.
2: Yeah. Of course, Bill Kenwright, theatrical impresario, producer, Olivier Tony, award winning producer, also owns Everton Football Club.
1: Yeah, Everton Football Club, also known as their nickname, the Toffees. And I'm sure Bill loves a Werber's original. And a bit of Blood Brothers as well. Blood Brothers actually got a cool fact about that.
0: The current production that was uh, at the Phoenix for so many years and still touring every couple of years uh, was actually homegrown at the Queen's Theatre Hornchurch back in the 80s.
2: With Barbara Dixon?
0: No, it was Kiki D, I think.
2: Elwyn John's Kiki D? No, the other Kiki D. Harvey, we were walking past the Phoenix yesterday, weren't we? We were. And as much as we were admiring the "Come from Away" sign, you were boggled to to find out the entrance to the Phoenix on the side, weren't you?
1: Yeah. So you've you've got. I found that the box office entrance looks more like a a glorified entrance, right? That's the one they've 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 decorated and make look inviting. Uh, And then I looked above that and it's just a block of flats. So I wondered where the entrance to the actual theatre was and it's just down a dirty little side alley. I'd love to go into one of them flats. I
2: mean, they must be able to hear Come From Away. And that's got a heavy drum beat all the way through as well, doesn't it? You would not be able to sleep with that going on, would you?
1: Come Through The Walls.
2: And kicking off with some theatre news. Theatres are getting back to reopen in the West End after lockdown. A very exciting time for theatres. Six has extended its season at the Lyric Theatre until April, all being well. And the government will be announcing imminently what city their tier is in. If, of course, you're putting to tier one or two, theaters will be, we, be opening, going ahead. But of course, if you are in tier three, heartbreakingly, it, it won't be going ahead. Uh, it's gonna be a little bit like a cast list being put up on Thursday. Harvey, you'll have never experienced this, but me and Sam have. When you wait for a cast list to go up to find out which part you'll be playing, it's, the whole of the nation's gonna be doing that. And I'll tell you what, if you're in tier three, that's like being uh, playing a tree at the back of the theatre if you're tier two you're ensemble or if you're tier one you're practically
1: Leighton Williams it's like the football team sheet going up that's what it is isn't it I was never chosen to be on anybody's team at school oh I think you'd make a good goalkeeper because you're quite gangly like your, your arm your legs and your arms like uh, Mr Tickle like Mr Spaghetti
0: that'd be my name <laughs> <laughs>
2: I remember when I was a kid and we did uh, football on a Wednesday and in front of everyone I, bare, I just stood on the sidelines and then at the end of, end of the match it was 1-1 and, and we didn't want to go home with a draw so he just said he pointed at me and said you you scored that brilliant goal earlier do you remember that one where you did like a backflip and then you kicked it and, and you scored therefore your team wins. And I didn't. Do, that didn't happen at all. <laughs> and moving on to our second segment of Pilot 3. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. This is uh, the part of the show where me and Sam will show Harvey some theatrical content and get his views live for you. Go on, show me yours. So listeners, what you didn't realise there was that we stopped our recording to show Harvey the original trailer for Stephen Ward, the musical, the incredible Andrew Lloyd Webber musical that I was lucky enough to see twice. I know, Sam, you saw it, Uh, a musical based on the 1963 John Profumo affair, the scandal that shook society. You've never had it so good, Harvey. Little uh title track there. You never had it so good. What did you think,
1: Stephen Ward? Your friendly osteopath. I don't know. It th- that amused me. I smiled, but it went downhill from there. um I'm not. I'm not going to rush out and see it. It's not even out, is it?
2: Well, it lasted four months. So unfortunately, you won't. But I have to say, it was absolutely incredible. You just sang a little bit of. Uh, The title track there, as we said, by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Don Black, famously played by um, Alexander Hansen, who was Stephen Ward in town. I thought it was just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, do you remember that scandal in in 1963,
1: Harvey? No, I'm not that old, but I do remember it being on TV Uh, recently. They did a documentary about it and uh, was it The Diaries of Christine Keeler? Is that right?
2: Yeah, Christine Keeler, uh, who was the, the girl that Stephen Ward, if you will, tra- tra- trafficked, I can't say it, traf-
1: trafic- tra- Old Trafford. Sex trafficking, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, so he, he kind of introduced her to John Profumo and, and a Russian spy and all that. It was phenomenal, and I do hope it will come back. I think there was rumours a few years ago that they might redevelop it at the other palace um fingers crossed because um it certainly deserves a second life what did you think sam yeah well
0: johnny has got a, an incredible score um incredible performers as well leading performers you've got joanna riding alexander hansen uh to name but a few like musical theater royalty harvey and i'm sure you're aware of those guys
1: yeah yeah
2: <laughs> dear Evan Hansen he went on to do his own little one didn't he and it's time for Harvey to show us what he's got up his sleeve would it be a yellow card Will it be a red card will we blow the whistle let's wait and see
1: well there you go short and sweet clip René Higuita 1995 performed the scorpion kick goalkeeping save against England in a friendly how theatrical was that for you
2: very. His name's Egita. Egita. No, that was very, very good. He was brilliant. He looked like someone out of Pirates of the Caribbean. He jumped into a very good burpee. That's what he looked like to me. But, but what's that? What's that? Oh, it's a football. Oh, he saved it. I was very, very invested. I was
0: blown away. Like, first of all, I was going to say... I mean, you just said it was the scorpion, but I was going to say it should be named the mermaid or something like a flick of the tail up. Um, But also, you know, when you see the videos, like sometimes when I get bored late at night, I go on YouTube and I'll type in like humpback whale coming out of the sea or something like that. And uh, like, honestly, it looked like one of those videos where you see like a whale coming out and then swishing its tail. It was very majestic. That's all I have to say on the matter
1: it's a thing of beauty and the nice story about that is he actually thought the whistle had blown so he thought maybe the ball had gone out for a throw or there was a foul or something um, so when the shot was taken on goal he just did it as a bit of a piss take allegedly um, little did he know it was still live in the game and isn't he lucky he pulled it off because he would have looked a right wally but yeah it's gone down as one of the uh, most memorable silly saves in football history and I thought you would like that
2: and going into our third segment of pilot 3 it's time for our questions of the week questions
0: of the
1: week harvey what's your question of the week are you both familiar with match of the day
2: is is that the one
0: with um oh what's her name on the she been presented phil Tufnell and um it's not Judy, not Judy Finnegan, is it? No, sir.
1: Uh, I know who you mean. Um, Susie Quattro. No. The, old, the, the 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 veteran female tennis player. What's her name? Eureka Johnson. Does she play tennis? <laughs> <laughs> I feel
2: like
1: I've won five hundred pound here. in uh, your answers. But yeah, no. Basically, uh, well, actually. The question was, can you sing the theme tune to Match of the Day? Now, Johnny, you made a cracking start there. Sam, do you want to pick up from where we left? Have a go. Uh,
0: <laughs> it just
2: carries on like that, doesn't it? Oh, no, there's a second bit. Oh, mate! <laughs>
1: And there's an outro. Go on, just guess how it goes. There's an outro. Yeah.
2: Is it the same kind of twee
1: what I just did? Is it It's got durds in it. Match of the day close enough it's more like hey for a bonus point can you tell me when the first ever match of the day was aired what year and I'll give you a clue it was based in the same decade as the Stephen Ward play was
2: okay so it was in the
1: 60s mhm so Gary
2: Lineker wasn't doing it then
1: oh no
2: 1967
1: No. Sam? 69? No. One more guess each. Go on. 1963. (gasps) Close. 1962.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, it was 1964. And time for our question. Harvey, can you tell us, being a Madness fan that you are, can you tell us the Madness
1: musical? Not from memory, but I'm going to go with One Step Beyond. Why do you say that? Because there's a very famous song by them and it would work. One Step Beyond. Sam, would you like to do the honours? Hang on. If I'm wrong, give me another guess. Okay, you can have another guess. Uh, I'm going to go with Our House.
2: He's got it. Answers on a postcard, please. No need, because he's got it.
0: Da da, da 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 da
2: Yes, the 2002 musical at the Cambridge Theatre, booked by Tim Firth, went on to win the Olivier, the 2003 Olivier. Uh, unfortunately, closed after 10 months, but has toured um, extensively since Australia, Japan, uh, and quite recently here in the UK back in 2017. So, there's life in the old house yet.
1: Do you think someone's been very clever there, using our house? Because the auditorium is sometimes called the house, right? The house is now open. Our house, or is that just a coincidence? I think, like you
2: said, it's a famous song by Madness. So I think they just went down down that route. Really, the original star of um, our house was, of course, Michael Gibson, who is now more commonly known as King George the Third from Hamilton. Mm. Join us next time for more star-studded bull-passing explosive balls banter.